From Television City in Hollywood. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. And you knew when you Welcome to All in the Podcast, a weekly rewatch podcast of the legendary 1970s Norman Lear sitcom All in the Family. I'm your host, Gus Constantelis, a writer and stand-up comedian and overall superfan of classic TV sitcoms. This week, we'll be discussing Season 1, Episode 3 of the show, titled Oh My Aching Back. According to my little pamphlet here, this episode is about after Archie is rear-ended by a Jewish woman while moonlighting for a cab company, he looks through the yellow pages to find a lawyer to represent him. But when the token Gentile shows up, Archie throws him out of the house and demands to be represented by the Jewish owner of the firm. Today joining me is Ariel Waldman. Hi. Uh, our resident Jew here <laughs> on all the podcast. <laughs> Uh, when I watched this episode, I was like, oh, great. I could, so me and Ariel are roommates. I was like, great, I'll just get my roommate on this one. <laughs> yeah. We have a Jew, and I'm, I'm, I'm the token Gentile yeah. in this case. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm like, yeah, I am Jewish. <laughs> Been Jewish my whole life. Wow. I know, is that crazy. how that works? Yeah, is your mom Jewish? Is that why? My mom is Jewish. She's Jewish and she's Polish, so we'll be talking about that later. Oh, too. okay. I'm from Chicago originally. And I'm a writer, like, in Hollywood, like, <laughs> there, like aren't, there aren't a lot of Jewish writers in Hollywood. I feel like there aren't. I don't know. I feel like there needs to be more. <laughs> there needs to be more. Um, yeah. And you have, and you have Kyloki. Oh, yes. Uh, I have a web series called Kyloki uh, that you could look on YouTube. Just type in Kyloki, and it's a Star Wars Marvel parody about what your life would be like if you lived with two supervillains for roommates. So basically, our life. I am a, I am a supervillain, guys. I forgot to tell you. Uh, great. So in this episode, uh, obviously very Jew heavy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that happens. Yeah. Lots to unpack. I feel like that's what that's what the theme of the podcast is. Lots to unpack. Let's start. Let's start with something a little lighter. First of all, there's this great scene of just visual comedy very early on in the episode. And first of all, it takes a long time for this episode to get going. Like I feel like we we were ten yeah. minutes into it yeah. and we were like. What is this episode about? What's going on here? Yeah. Um, and that's rare because usually now it's like the network would be like, you know, we need we need the plot of it in the yeah. cold open, you know? Yeah. I feel like there are fewer and fewer cold opens that are just about nothing. Yeah. Like the way they used to be. Uh, and most of them do introduce a, the plot now. Yeah. I mean, usually they get into the plot earlier on, but this one, yeah, it took a long, long time. And it was like, what is, what's going on? It's the story, <laughs> he gets into a car accident, what's happening? But there's this great little scene that's like three minutes, no one says anything, and they're just like picking at food, and they're just getting their food, and they're putting it on. So and it was so funny, but you don't see that nowadays. No, you, you don't. You don't it's, see... It's so natural and human. Yeah. Which is what makes it funny. Yeah. But we just live in a world where, especially with with television that's on network or cable, of being terrified that you're going to turn the channel. Yeah. So you must constantly be moving or telling a story or talking. It's usually, it's the talking thing. I think because yeah. mostly people assume that they're not watching, they're just on their phones. Yeah. Because that's how I kind of watch a lot of things now of like... Unless Multitask. there's going to be subtitles, like there are on Jane the Virgin, like yeah. I don't assume there's going to be visual comedy, so I'm yeah. like, okay, I'll just scroll through Instagram while this, I won't miss a joke. Yeah, which sucks because physical and visual comedy is so important yeah. to comedy. Exactly. 
Exactly. And there's, uh, let's just ask the question. He puts the ketchup on the steak. <laughs> and just from a glance, like, Edith just looks at him like, wow, you're just so fucking disgusting. Well, I wondered if she looked at him. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, she's upset that he's putting ketchup on her steak. Like, she didn't make it yeah. taste good. But then I couldn't remember whether or not he'd tried it already. And I don't think he did. I just think he just. I think he, he just put, put the ketchup it, on, put it. It on it. I personally am a believer of ketchup on steak. <laughs> I love me. I was like all about the ketchup on the eggs. Now I'm all about the ketchup on the steak. I used to put ketchup on steak when we were young. <laughs> like I loved it. Not a one steak sauce. I would just go straight for the Heinz. And my mom always made steaks well done. Yeah, I mean, if I knew nothing about the show other than him saying that he only likes well done i'd be like he's he's an idiot he's an idiot <laughs> he's he is an idiot and that is know, the thing he, the is point. he can't even say irrelevant or germane right you know what i mean he's an idiot yeah that's the, that's um, the whole point of the show. but i feel like michael in this episode is kind of uh he's he's kind of a dick in this one like sometimes michael is like come on archie but sometimes he pries it out of him sometimes michael has had a boring day and like wants to pick a fight with archie and today <laughs> is one of the days where he really is prying archie to be like you don't like jews do you you don't like jews and it's like okay michael like i'm sure just relax i'm sure that comes out of the fact that that was the way so many young kids were at the time annoying mm. <laughs> well, kidding, no. From the parents' perspective, from their perspective, they're like, revolution's happening. How yes, are you still true. how are you still in this way? You know, my mother once told me that when she was a kid you didn't trust anyone over thirty, you know? So I don't trust anybody over thirty, <laughs> just to be honest. <laughs> I actually don't trust anybody under my age. Like, anyone under my age. I thought I was going to be... Because I had older gay men when I was younger be like, oh, you're too young, you're too young. And now that I'm older, I'm like, yeah, they were right. I was too young. Yeah, of course. They're I mean, too young. I don't trust anybody younger than me. Yeah. Um, But he goes... So Archie really goes at Michael in this episode with the Polish jokes. Like, he really hits hard. Uh, and he hasn't... It, at the, he has at this point in the pilot, but not as much, like... There's been a couple of other instances, but this is an early episode. Yeah. This is episode three. Yeah. And they're getting into it. Yeah. Like, really into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm you... half Polish, and so I grew up with Polish jokes that we mostly threw at my mom, because <laughs> she's fully Polish. But then I, you know, it's, it's tough, because there would be certain times when once I got older, you know, and became more aware of things that I was like, oh, that was sort of mean of us, but she never said anything. And even when I would bring it up, she's like, I'm tougher. Like, yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm tougher than any of you, but also I do Polish stuff and I <laughs> laugh at myself for, for, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, and when people, I mean, guts can tell you all that I'm so clumsy and hurt myself all the time. And I always say it's my Polish side. <laughs> I mean, you do hurt yourself a all lot. the time. I literally have a burn on me right now. That I, got this I was wondering what that was. I was like, "Is that the toothpaste from?" It's toothpaste. So just FYI, it's, it's uh, the helpful hint. Toothpaste is really good with birds. Yeah, it really and, helps. And bug bites. Bug bites. Um, <laughs> hot take. Hot take. Uh, hot take on all the podcasts. Put toothpaste on birds and bug bites. But so he. Um, can you answer the question though? What what good Polish food is there other than oh, Polish? Oh, Polish hot dogs are amazing. Okay, so it is They're just the sausage. Um, because we didn't have, I didn't have other Polish food really because it was just Jewish. You know, it was like yeah. Kogel, it was just Jewish food. But like, 
I know so many people who don't like hot dogs, and I realize it's because, oh, you didn't grow up in Chicago with Polish hot dogs. No, no, I hate hot dogs. Yeah, I know you do. And I'm my like, grandpa used to sell. When you come to visit me, I will we're come. We'll have, have a Polish, Polish hot, dog. hot dog. I my grandpa used to be a hot dog. He used to have a hot dog wow. cart in New York. He used to own one of those, you know, hot dog hamburger carts, wow. and he would always. If when people ask for cheeseburgers, they he would call them, but he would go hamburger, hold the cheese. <laughs> no, he would go. He wouldn't. He didn't know the word for hamburger, but he uh-huh. knew cheeseburger. Oh, you told me. So he would cheese. say cheeseburger, hold cheese. And then your mom would say something like that too, right? Some, I mean, probably, but I can't. I, but yeah, no, he used to sell hot dogs, and I hated them. I, I used to only get them from him, and then one time I had a hot dog that wasn't for my grandpa, and I was like, this is it. Yes. I'm done with hot dogs for the rest of my life. And then he moved back to Greece and whatever. But um, but yeah, no, so he really goes at him. So let's get into... All right, so he gets into this accident, yeah, and this Jewish woman hits him because... Mm-hmm. What does Archie say? Cause they're always, oh, she was on her way. They're always in a rush to get to a sale. Get to a sale. I mean, he says... I mean, it's like... It's like he says the worst fuck. He says he does a crooked nose at one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. He calls them heaves. He calls them kike too. Yes. He does, the, the chosen people, yeah. the tribe. Yeah. The words house goy are thrown out there. <laughs> Token gent. Well, I mean, it, smart. He calls them smarter and shrewder. Yeah, yeah. They're, he just goes at it yeah. like not the house goy because that's the other. That's yeah, the yeah, other but loyal. I mean, but he he goes at them. Yeah. And how do you feel about that? Did you feel, did it make you feel uncomfortable, first of all? Um, no. Okay. Because obviously I've heard all those stereotypes and those uh-huh. words before mm-hmm. in mostly other comedic situations. Um, it's almost, what was almost mo- most interesting to me was the fact that the other guy, Fitzgerald or whatever. Oh, Fitzroy. Fitzroy was so stupid. Yeah. As if they themselves were kind of like, yeah, actually, Jews are smarter than non-Jews. And like, because to be honest, when he came in and he was super idiot, I was like, Jews would never hire this Yeah, and then when he's, yeah, because when he says like, oh, he married my daughter, then it's like, oh, yeah, this all makes sense. Yeah, then then you get into like, that's funny, because then you get into nepotism, but then that's a whole other deal. Like the fact that his daughter married a non-Jew. like Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that must have been a whole other show deal. happening with That's, the Rabinowitz. The Rabinowitz have all all in the Rabinowitz is a whole another <laughs> fucking whole situation over there. But he so then I find it interesting. So he stereotypes this Jewish woman, Rhoda Greenspan, yeah, as Poor being Rhoda. a Rhoda, and <laughs> as being obsessed with money. And then Lionel comes in and says, "Oh, we just settled this law- lawsuit and got yeah, yeah, thirty two hundred dollars, yeah. which apparently was a lot of was money lot in nineteen seventy one." And all of a sudden. Archie hears $3,200 and has a backache and whiplash. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, so you're stereotyping these people yeah. for being obsessed with money. And yeah. then as soon as you hear a ton of money, yeah. you're like, oh, I have yeah. to sue. Yeah. And I have to get a Jew. So is is he, is he anti-Semitic? Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay, then why does he hire a Jew? Because, because he's playing into the anti-Semitism of it. Okay. What's interesting about human beings, right, is that if you believe in these stereotypes, you will also use them to your advantage. Okay. You know? And so he's he believes the stereotypes, so he's like, oh, okay, well, if I'm going to sue somebody, I better get... The best that I think yeah. there is out there, yeah. according to stereotypes. No, nothing, it has nothing to do with respect. No. It has nothing to do with logic. <laughs> I mean, obviously, because he's faking this <laughs> this injury. Uh, it, it just has to do with 
what you believe is the right way to go about it. No, absolutely. I think in this case, I think because so, sometimes when the when the issue of race is brought up on the show, it's like, mm-hmm. is he a racist? And it's like, I don't know. I mean, yes, but no, but yes, it's complicated. Yeah. And I think in this case, is he an anti-Semite is like, I wouldn't say anti-Semite, but I'd say like he adheres to the stereotypes yeah. and doesn't not believe them. Yeah. So it's complicated. But I don't think, like, let's say the daughter wasn't married. Like, he wouldn't let her marry a Jewish guy. Oh, the Rabinowitz? No. No, no oh. his daughter. What's her name again? Oh. Gloria. Yeah, if Gloria, like, he would not welcome a Jewish guy into the family, I don't think. I don't know, because... Unless he was this lawyer. Well, because because Michael isn't... Michael's Polish, and he I doesn't know. like Polish people either. So it's like... But Michael's also not a man who's accomplished. There is an element of money always wins. Okay, but Michael doesn't have money either. Exactly, so that's why he doesn't give him any respect or anything like that. Yeah, but why did he let her marry his, like, why did he let her marry his daughter? I have no idea, because he's an idiot. And I mean, because I think at the, because I think at the end of the day, Archie loves his daughter. Of course, of course. And she wanted to marry this man, and he was like, fuck no, but I mean, whatever, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. And I think at the end of the day, if he, if she didn't want to marry a Jew. He probably doesn't want him living in this house. No, he definitely does not want him living in this house. But I think, I think at the end of the day, he's a father. Yeah. I think he's a father more than he is an anti-Semite. Yeah. And I think he would have let him let her marry a Jewish guy. I think so. Really? Is I mean, especially I mean, I think financially there is an episode that you know deals with the financial issues of which which is a future episode that yeah. deals with the financial issues of like you know. Michael and Gloria in the yeah. house and how Archie lets it happen because he loves his daughter yeah. and he wants the best for them at the end of the day. And I think there is an element of that of like, yeah, I fucking hate you and I hate that you're Polish and I don't like you and you make no money and you're still in school even though you're 37 years old as far as I'm concerned. But you love my daughter and my daughter loves you. Yeah. So what am I going to do at the end of the day? I don't know. That's why it's so complicated. Because I do, I do think you're right. I think he's an anti-Semite. Yeah. But I think it's not, I think it's more, a little more complicated than that, which is why the show is so great. Yeah, of course. That's why yeah. it's always been so great. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, so this Jewish, because it's so complicated because it's like this Jewish woman hits him or he hits this Jewish woman, but he needs a Jewish lawyer. And it's like, okay, so whose side you are you really on? No, whose it's, side it's are you on? How purely, do you really feel? It's purely transactional. Yeah. It's almost like It is purely way- transactional. It's almost like the, you know, World War Two, which is like we all band together to, you know, get rid of the Nazis. But after that was over, it's kind of like we're not OK. We're not friends anymore, though. That's a great US that's a great Ru- way. You know, of, that's US and Russia. Totally. And, yeah. And the French and the English still hate each other. So it's it's like, well, we come together for a necessity. But once that's over, it's back. To, what's weird is why don't we change? Well, true, because, you know, it's the same thing as like. You know, when Lionel comes in with the cleaning, it's like, Archie's cool with that. Yeah. You know, but but that's because it's transactional. Yeah. That's because it's like, okay, well, you know, you're in my house because you're dropping off the cleaning and yeah. you're doing me a good, you're doing me a solid Lionel, yeah. but get the fuck out. Like, it's not, we're done after that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, Ly- I mean, Lionel in other episodes is like the smartest character in the room, always. Yeah. 
But, um, and he's hot. Let's yeah, just, I was about to say, when are we going to talk about Like how hot Lionel is? How hot Lionel Well, is. you can watch The Jeffersons. It was on for 11 <laughs> I, seasons. I know, I watched some of it when I was uh, younger. Yeah. <laughs> it was on for... <laughs> it was on for 11 years. Is it really? That, it went on for so wow. long. It went on for a long time. It didn't start until like four seasons into yeah, this, yeah. though. The, the interesting thing is like, what... I'm trying to think of like, what other show would deal with something like this now on television? And I think the only other show that would is Blackish. Yeah, I mean that Blackish is a fantastic. Yeah. Just the way they deal with these issues. I don't know if they haven't done anything that involves that has any sort of thing with Jewish stereotypes or anything like that, but they do deal with a lot of modern issues of race and stereotypes and you know, obviously Will and Grace now can do stuff yeah. again and they did when it was on originally. But no, the whole problem with globalization is that you have to be, you can't be specific because you're trying to sell your show around the world. Well, that is true. Yeah. There is a monetary so, thing. Well, it is transactional. It's transactional. As transactional <laughs> as Archie is with Rabinowitz, it's like, well, yeah. so are all these networks yeah, with yeah. the rest of the world. You know, you look at Big Bang Theory. I mean, those are simple shows. But yeah. Will and Grace, I mean, going back to even the visual comedy thing, Will and Grace in its new season has done a lot of visual comedy. Yeah. Which is well, like. Well, that was what was always. Which Jack was, was always visual comedy. And it's crazy because it's like, wow, they're just really yeah, going for you, it in a huge way. Yeah, because I watched, I mean, I watched the first six seasons of Big Bang Theory and I had forgotten the fact that like, oh, multicams used to have a lot of physical, because none of those characters do physical comedy yeah. at all. For the most part, maybe uh, what's his face? What Sheldon? No, I don't know the um, show. Really. Howard. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, Will and Grace goes for it in terms of the visual comedy, yeah. and I think Blackish goes for it in terms of the, the issues. Yeah. And that multi generational kind of like because they have the grandpa, yeah. the grandparents, yeah. and the parents and, and the, the kids. kids, so it is yeah. that multi generational kind of gap. Yeah. But like a show like this, where it's like. It's not just dealing with 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 black issues or gay issues. I mean, it it's was the like, first time. It was, it was the first. It was, it was it. the first time. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's like uh, it's so much more complicated than just calling him an anti semite because I think he is. But it's like, but then why does he do what he does? And he, also, he's wrong at the end of the day. He's like purely wrong. Like well, he's, he's lying. He's too. lying. <laughs> but I find it interesting how like his family doesn't even call him out on it. I know. Which is something that like they would usually like, I don't know. I feel like in a future episode, they might've walked that down, but like, cause it seems like Michael would at least be like, you're lying. You yeah. know what I mean? But they don't yeah. even get into that yeah. at all, no. which is like kind of interesting. Is there a lot of like infighting even in the show? Oh yeah. Later on, later on. Oh yeah. I've only seen. So, cause I feel like nowadays so much comedy is about people fighting like sort of the inner conflicts. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. The episode I was just watching was, you know, you know, them fight like Gloria leaves because no one believes in in women's lib. And so she just like storms out of the house. So it's like, that was really difficult to watch. It's difficult. (laughs) It is difficult. Um, but what saves the day other than a station wagon filled with nuts, (laughs) which is such an interesting way to wrap up a discussion of religious beliefs. I know. It's, it just ends with a whole other religion. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay. Yeah. That's 
convenient. It is convenient. I mean, again, you have to think like these are 25 minute one act plays yeah, yeah. of like they have to evergreen these the fuck out of there. Yeah. And that's something that people don't talk about in this country either. How many, you know, obviously we talk about how we're, you know, anti-Muslim and anti-Jewish and anti any other religion that isn't Christianity. But at the same time, people kind of hate Catholics and have the whole time. Well, that's true. Because the first people here were the Protestants from England. And yeah. they hated the Irish and the Germans. I mean, well, there's also like just an overall still kind of just an ignorance about everything. Like, yeah. Like even Greek Orthodox, like I feel like I have to like... When I was growing up, it was like, because our Easter's usually falls on a different day, and we celebrate it very yeah. differently, and, like, Greek Orthodox is just a different religion, and, like, when I was growing up, it, like, really wasn't an issue, and then moving out to California, like, no one really knew about it, so I had to explain it to people, and yeah. I was, and they were like, what do you mean it's a different day, and <laughs> what do you mean you cook a lamb out on the spit, and what do you mean you do this and that, and it was like... I don't know. This wasn't weird to me. No, Why is it all of a sudden just like a weird thing to people? It is. And I think it, I mean, it It does come out of a place of ignorance, always. And lack of exposure. Lack of exposure and ignorance. And, are not always the same two yeah. things. But um, I mean, I think that's where Archie comes oh, from to a T. Yeah. yeah that's Archie's huge issue of like, he is completely ignorant to Polish people. Yeah. And Jewish people and yeah. everything. And yeah. it's like, he's just speaking out of his ass because he yeah. can't even say the word irrelevant right, you know? He's a so straight white man. He's a straight fucking white dude. And there's still people like him every day. Oh, of course. You I know? mean, yeah. I see, like, there's Archie's... If there's not an Archie bunker in your life, then, like, you're blessed, man. <laughs> like, if there's not someone that, like, kind of even reminds you of Archie Bunker, then you have lived a great fucking life. Yeah. You must be woke as fuck as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. Because, like... All my uncles were Archies, you know, all my, all, pretty much everyone in my family that wasn't part of my generation was an Archie Bunker of like, you had that argument with them every day of like, they said something and it was like, you're racist. And it's like, no, I'm not. I'm, I love them, but you know, I don't know anything. And it's like, well, yeah, of course. That's the issue. And I guess a really good argument you could use nowadays, you know, because saying I don't know anything about them well, you can open a book. Well, true. You know, now you could say to someone like that, there's this thing called Google. I don't know if you've heard of it, but you could literally search anything. There's no reason for people not to be ignorant anymore. Well, we have this true. technology that you could use to find out. You could find wrong information. Well, true. Yeah. But there's a gazillion articles. Of course. You know, so there's no reason for for you not to be educated in some way. That's probably, you know, that's part of Archie. Like, he, he, he sits in the same chair. He sits in the same, <laughs> that is the thing with Archie, yeah. that they kind of do in, in a really beautiful way in this episode, which is the stupid rice pudding with the milk. Yeah. Of, like, every day he has his rice pudding with a little piece of, with a little thing of milk, and when he doesn't say it, Edith doesn't give him the milk, and he's like, because you're a dingbat, and then it's like, so I asked for the rice pudding with the milk every day because I want the rice pudding with the milk every day. And if even that was today, you would be like, get yourself. You yeah. Get it well, yourself. you get it yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. But even to the, even, even the burp after the, mm, after the bicarb, yeah. it's like he yeah. waits 20, the burp after the bicarb, 22 seconds yeah. after the bicarb, he's going to belch. And it's like that level of like, of familiarity and like, yeah. I'm not going to change my ways. That predictability yeah. is, is yeah. Archie. And it's yeah. like, I'm not going to change. Yeah. And that's why 
what is the saying when like you have an animal cornered or like when an animal's in a trap it will fight twice as hard to get out like all these things that are happening in the country right now you know they're just trying twice as hard to try to hold on to the life that they mm-hmm. have and good luck man because it's not gonna happen well do you mean now but, or 1971 no now and to, you know because when, you could have made you could have oh, said the same thing about 1971 yeah, yeah, it's like the were, world was changing so much and, then you know but they're yeah the white supremacists were not the same way no that they are now i mean they were there obviously they always have been and Obviously, back in the 60s and 70s, the establishment was still pushing back against change and always has been. And it's just, you slowly got to beat, beat that down. And, and the more and more people who are educated and who are exposed to more things, the more and more the world will become an open and better place, hopefully. True. Now, okay, this is kind of a serious question, but have you ever faced anti-Semitism in your life? Yes. I was actually in kindergarten. My mom loves telling this story. (laughs) And there was one girl, and I grew up in a very, very white neighborhood of Chicago, and there's one African-American girl in my kindergarten, and some of the other people were really mean to her, and I stood up for her and played with her. Um... Because apparently even when I was that young, I was like, no, you people are stupid. She's awesome. And then she in return made fun of me. This bitch. <laughs> Which is, this bitch. Yeah, she in turn made fun of me and and definitely said something about like me being Jewish. And I apparently just stood up and put my hands on my hips and said, if you're going to keep saying that stuff, I'm not going to defend you anymore. <laughs> and she stopped. Wow. But that always fascinates me, which is... Do you want to name names? Can we name names? <laughs> no. No, don't get it. Are um, you Facebook friends with her still? Do you follow her on Instagram? No, but I... Well, you should. You should reach out. Yeah. And I be like, you're a bitch. Her, but we weren't like friends, friends. Um, that's always been really fascinating to me, which is the way that people who have been oppressed then become oppressors, which makes sense because people who are abused become abusers. Well, yeah. My parents have a really good story when they were... They were on a vacation in Wisconsin, and I think this was before we were born, um, my brother and I, and they went to a store and they bought, I think, like a piece of jewelry or something, and they came back the next day because they wanted, they really liked it, and they're like, oh, let's go buy something else, and they heard the shopkeeper or the guy who was behind the counter saying, oh, they're back because they want to Jew me down. Which is a which is an expression. Well, I think I've heard the expression. <laughs> okay. Thank you. And they just immediately turned and left. Going back to our transactional thing, it's kind of funny because that guy, his own ignorance resulted in not having a transaction because they were going to buy more stuff. Yeah, true. We're going to start doing like a ranking system of this of these episodes. Okay. What would you? rank this episode uh it's out of four because there's four main characters and you can rank it out of like an archie edith gloria michael or you could do like archie edith half a gloria michael okay what what do they represent it's just four stars essentially but you could do like two and a half stars or three stars of how good it is or just of how much you liked it yeah i mean yeah i would give it like two and a half okay three okay there was definitely 
like I said, the nuns was convenient. Obviously, it is a sitcom. Yeah, you know, obviously you need that evergreenness of it. Of <laughs> yeah, like... but it is it is kind of interesting just using another religious thing to solve a problem yeah. with a religious thing. Um, and I just wish I was in the room for that when they're like, oh, let's just do a car of nuns. Well, and I think it's interesting how like Rabinowitz is like, I'm not fucking with the Catholics right yeah, now. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm just not going to fucking We're do friends. it. We're friends. We're friends. I mean, Jews and Catholics. So yeah. They're just, obviously, we didn't always get along, but we're so alike. Yeah. Rabinowitz is like, I don't want to deal with this. Like, well, they're, you, they're going to win. I'm not doing yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'd probably give it like a two and a half. Okay. Uh, Michael's. Michael's the hero out of this. Michael's kind of, oh. Yeah. Michael's so annoying, though. Michael gets on my nerves. I, <laughs> I will have to, I do have to say. He goes back and forth. This, I mean, and my, my favorite character is Edith, so I'm giving it two and a half Ediths. <laughs> Edith's? Edith's just, I just love her. Great. But that's interesting because Edith is definitely the perfect example of ignorance is blitz. Yes. You know, like she has no idea. All these things are happening to her and they're going right over her head. Yeah, but she is kind of soaking it all but in in a, in a weird way. she does right? Um, I'm not I haven't finished the whole show. So, so eventually she, she, I, I don't want to spoil it, to be <laughs> honest, but. 40 year old spoiler. Um, but so she does come into her own in yeah. a way where she is not the dingbat anymore. Yeah. Um. But Edith is my favorite character. I mean, it is interesting because her, it is for her as ignorance is bliss, whereas Archie is like ignorance is what power. makes his, the, yeah, ignorance yeah. is power. Yeah. And that they're married, you know, and they love each other. And yeah. it's like such an interesting yeah. dynamic. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But if Edith like knew more and was aware. Well, she has her moments of brilliance yeah. of like, there is a brilliance of her not knowing something or mm-hmm. she comes out like, I'm kind of smarter than all of you because of it. And it's like kind of funny when you see it, when you're like, oh, wow, you do know a lot. Like you do know a lot because you're just kind of taking it all in and just absorbing it. And then instead coming out smarter because of it. And also there's an element of she's kind of nice to everybody. She is nice to everybody. Regardless of who they are. Exactly. That's kind of what Edith does. She is just, yeah, Lionel comes in. She's She's like, like, come in, whatever. She doesn't care. Because that's what moms are. She is that mom. Moms are not celebrated. It was like, Archie does not want anything in his house. He just wants to sit in his fucking chair and watch his TV and read his newspaper and eat his rice pudding and burp after 22 seconds. So, so... Stuck in his ways. Masculine and male. All right. Thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. This is so much fun. Where can we find you online? (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, obviously, I'm on Instagram. Obviously. I'm on Instagram, I think, as Rel Waldman, and on Twitter as Writer Rel. But if you want to follow any Kyloki stuff, you can call follow us uh, at our production company, which is at Leisure Elk. Mm-hmm. We're on all Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We have a website. You're also on Jewish Singles. <laughs> Obviously. I'm looking for a Jewish man. Looking for a Jew. Love a lawyer or a doctor. I love how you want a lawyer. <laughs> So you're just like Archie at the end of the day. That's the thing. You are just like Archie well, at the really end of the day. You want a lawyer. You want a Jewish lawyer well, to I come want save you. Who will take care of me and isn't in this stupid business like I That's am. the thing. I'm also looking for a Jewish lawyer um, <laughs> to date. Um, but also, my back's been hurting a little bit lately. There is that. I mean, a Jewish doctor would be great because they can write you prescriptions. Also, can we talk about like they're in the they go through the yellow pages in this episode, like. Uh, who like they're going through the yellow pages to find a Jew like that is just things have changed things have changed 
yeah, people are still anti-Semitic, but at least we we don't can, have the yellow. At least we don't have the yellow. We got rid of the yellow pages. There is progress I in mean, the world. I mean, they are here. We get them. They are here, yeah. aren't they? The aren't they the white pages now? I think so. I don't know. Right, they're now racist. They're now the they're now the white only pages. <laughs> fucking white people um anyway thank you for joining me and thank Thank you guys for listening to all the podcast all in the family was recorded on tape before a live audience